Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines. Coming at you on Tuesday, April 27th, 2021. After a week break, we are back with a very anticipated movie review. Oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Dun, 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 dun. I, I almost had it, and then it started going into <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> you got Tom Cruise I on was, the mind. I was practicing it when they showed Scorpion in the movie itself, and I just I you, didn't get you it. fucked it. Um, we're going to review that movie. Tyler's return to the movie theaters. I'm sure he's mm-hmm. going to share his experience there. Oh, yeah. I did not see this in the theaters, unfortunately. I had to watch it on HBO Max on my CGI-hating television. Huge miss. Um, before that, though, we got to touch on Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episodes five and six, the series finale. Some people loved it. Some people a little disappointed, at least what I'm seeing on Twitter. Yeah, it's got the worst Rotten Tomato score, the last episode. Really? It's got like 56 Rotten Tomato score for the episode really? six. Yeah. I didn't even know they gave Rotten Tomato scores for episodes. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, maybe a little Oscar talk, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Just a little bit. Let's get into the show. 20, 10, 5, touchdown! High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! Okay, Ty, the 93rd 
Academy Awards. We were going to do something in honor of the Academy Awards. Um, yep. Maybe the best picture rating. But surprise, surprise, we actually have already rated the best picture, Nomadland. We Damn gave it good. a – what did we give it, Ty? We gave Nomadland, Jay. No, I thought I had it in no front of me. No less. We gave it no less than I – can't, I can't find it. It was like an 83, 84 range, I think. I thought I had the scale up, but I had my – 77. Movie. Oh, jeez. I said no lower. Okay, so the best picture winner got 77. You compare that to – we actually never did Parasite. We didn't. But you compare that to a last year nominee, 1917, got a 92.5. So maybe Parasite a little higher. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it, it is a weird year, though. Well, yeah, but there was, there was like extra months. Like it was longer than a year that qualified for these Oscars. You had more time to make a better movie. Yeah, and actually, for Best Picture, I don't know if the theaters being shut down even impacts it that much because let's be honest, most of the Best Picture nominees and winners are like not box office movies anyways. No, not at all. So maybe it didn't impact it. Maybe we would have had Nomadland, Sound of Metal, Mank, Minari, Promising Young Woman, The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, and The Trial of Chicago 7. Maybe that would have been. I think some of them snuck in. I don't know if Judas and the Black Messiah made. I, I mean, I like that movie more than Nomadland, so who knows? It did get a better score. That's sitting at 83 and a half. So that's right where I had Nomadland. Um, yeah, I have three things to talk about. First thing is Nomadland. Um, didn't think it was that great, but I could see why the critics would love it. Yeah. And as someone who I'm not going to sit here and complain about any other movies being snubbed when I've only seen two of the eight nominees. I've seen three, and Mank fucking sucked. <laughs> it was so boring. I've heard a lot of good things about Sound of Metal, but... Yeah, we were uh, we were going to review that, and I swear it swayed us away. Sound of Metal won Best Sound. I mean, you got it. <laughs> you got to win it. Um, it's more like Sound of Metal, more like Sound of Gold, Jay, because they won. Um, we also didn't... Um, this wasn't one of my talking points, but wasn't you sent me a tweet that um, Eurovision was nominated for what? Best Original Song? Yes. Um, is it this song? Husevic? Yeah, My Hometown. Yes. It's like um, the finale song or whatever. Is this the first? I don't know, and I, I don't know if you could fact check this because he himself wasn't nominated. But is this the first Will Ferrell movie that he's in, not produced? Because I know he's produced some comedies, like good comedies like Booksmart and whatnot. Yeah. Is this the first one he's in that's gotten any sort of Oscar nomination? Or did, like, Anchorman get, like, costume or anything? Probably not. Yeah, not that – none that come to mind right away. So this might be his first ever. <laughs> I was just laughing because it was just a stupid Will Ferrell movie that I saw. Those up songs were actually pretty good, though. They were great. That was a fantastic <laughs> part of the movie. And that final song was fantastic. It deserved a nomination. They should have a category called just, like, the dudes movie of the year. That's, I think that's like MTV Music Awards. <laughs> no, but the Oscars need to have one. Okay. Just the, the critics, the, the People's Choice. I know they have the People's Choice Awards, but there should be a, a People's Choice Oscar. Okay. <laughs> Piggybacking off of that. Okay. We should do our own award show next year. Okay. We watch movies the entire year. Yeah, that would be fun. We'll just do our own. I think I actually mentioned that. Have you? I think we talked about it, but we didn't like ever iron out how we would do it. Just real fucking simple. Just like the five big ones. So we'll establish it now as Mortal Kombat, the start of the movie season for next year. Yes, within the Mortal lines. Kombat. So we have February will be the Within the Lines Oscars because that's usually when the Oscars is. And then we'll have March Movie Madness in March. Electric. That works. Um, second thing I wanted to touch on was – actually, I want to save that until the end because I feel like it might be a little controversial. Um, best Supporting Actor, Daniel Kaluuya. Just um, a fucking lock. Yeah, I'm happy about that. We, Again, s- we said that when we watched it. We were like, this is the best thing. He deserves this. Yeah. 
Um, I haven't seen any of the other movies, so I can't like discount any of their performances. But he was fantastic in this. Well, time out, um, Jay. Lakeith Stanfield from Judas I and the Black Messiah. I thought he was miles better than Lakeith Stanfield. Exactly. So I do know about one of these, and he deserved to win it over him. And that was my biggest gripe with Judas and the Black Messiah. And it's not so much a gripe. I mean, it's a it's kind of a biopic in a sense. But like, I feel like the movie followed the wrong person. Which I, I understand the story they were telling and why it went in the. But now I want this movie made me want to see a. I can't remember his character's name, and that's going to be terrible because he's like a really important part of American history. Um, but the character Fuck. that Daniel Kaluuya played, yeah, I would like to see. You know, it's bringing to light him, uh, Fred Hampton, bringing to light him and like the the general audience that did not know about him. I want to see. Um, like they're probably gonna pr- now they're gonna produce documentaries about Fred Hampton and kind of you know piggyback off this. It'll be on this net- movie. Netflix in a few months. But I want to see a movie where Daniel Kaluuya is playing Fred Hampton. He, like he died in this movie, Jay. They can't make a sequel. But they could just do a biopic before all this. Okay, <laughs> leading up to this. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like this hit the big moments is the issue. It's just from someone else's <laughs> POV. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he was great. And then the third and final thing I wanted to touch on. And again, I haven't seen any of these movies, so I don't. Well, time out here, Jay. Do you agree with Soul over Onward? Um, no. Yes, but I don't agree with it over a Shaun the Sheep movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Um, the one thing, again, I haven't seen any of these movies, so I can't fully comment on the award itself. Okay. But a lot of people were upset that Chadwick Boseman did not win best actor. Yes. And did you, like, did you catch the ending of the Oscars? Like there's clips of it on Twitter with the NFT thing. Well, no. Oh, so they basically rearranged it. Cause I'm pretty sure typically it's best picture that finishes out the night. Uh-huh. They rearranged it to where Best Actor finished the night. For was the, the ratings. Last, was the last award. And I think the producers were banking on Chadwick winning and having, like, a Chadwick moment to end the show. Okay. The producers don't know the results. Yeah. They, so they, I think they took the risk, moved it to the end, and then when Anthony Hopkins won, wasn't even there, <laughs> he was like, he accepts the award, and it pans out, and the show was over. That, yeah. Like, they had nothing set up as a backup plan. Anthony Hopkins. Good for him. I, I've heard he's very good in this. Yeah, and that's, like... But Chadwick Boseman was, like, the heavy, heavy, heavy betting favorite. Like, just... I just think... everything. I just... My comment on it is I see a bunch of people outraged on Twitter. And, again, I don't have a comment either way. I probably am going to go have to watch The Father and... Ma Rainey's, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom to actually give an educated opinion on this. But I see a lot of people outraged because Chadwick didn't win without even seeing either movie. And it's like, see, I sound insensitive, well, but you it's can't like, just, just give because it he died doesn't mean Correct. he wins. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not so. You can't just give it to him. But I think a lot of people expect said it was an Oscar worthy performance. Yeah. And we're expecting it. Um, I haven't seen either of them either. That's why I, I think I need to go watch them and give a proper proper recap. Maybe that'll be my homework for not next week, but just sometime down the road. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I'll, and, I'll, and I'll come back to you and let you know. I'm going to watch all of them, and then I'm going to have some other guy winning. <laughs> um, uh, my only other thing I wanted to ask, Jay, is Frances uh, McDormand, the female from Nomadland, mm-hmm. best actress. Again, haven't seen a lot of the other movies. Um haven't seen any of the other movies, so mm-hmm. I can't fully comment. I didn't think her performance was all that spectacular, if I'm being honest. That's what blew me away, because I know we didn't give that a very good character score. 
Yeah, if we anything, said she did fine, but I could understand like we. I think we even said when we did it, like it'll get nominated. It might win like best director, but it's not going to win anything for best actress or best picture. And it's the it won those, and I think best director too. But yeah, it won all three. So I, <laughs> good for her. Yeah, it just kind of surprised me because it wasn't like a very heavy emotional big scenes. Like I think we said it. I was like, it's very realistic. Like she's just living. We're yeah. just following her. But maybe that's the art. I guess, man. It was so realistic. Um, besides that, I mean, I didn't really – Best Supporting Actress, the girl from Borat, was um, nominated. That would have been hilarious if she won. Um, fucking great. It is worth noting, though, that her acting is kind of harder than traditional acting because she was interacting with real people. Not actors. Not having that much acting, like big movie acting background either. Yeah. Um, and she was great in that movie. She, I mean, she was the best part of that movie. Oh, she was fantastic, yeah. Um, besides that, yeah, best animated feature. You touched on that soul. That movie, I think soul wins in a lot of these years. I don't know, just the way that soul touched my soul personally. It was very mature and great film. Um, the best documentary, My Octopus Teacher. Heard great things about that. I've been wanting to watch that for months. Just never have. Okay, I've never heard of it. <laughs> um, it's about this guy who like falls and like he like follows this octopus for like months, and, and it teaches him. And well, I don't know. They like be, like they get a relationship, and I guess the octopus like remembers him and all this like shit. I don't know exactly. Pretty sure the octopus dies at the end or something. Hold on a fucking minute here, Jay. Did you know Mulan was n- uh, nominated for best visual effects? Yeah, that movie looked like shit. Yeah, I, I there wasn't very much uh, <laughs> competition. Wild. Wasn't very much competition. Um, just because we're big Marvel guys, Chloe Zhao, Zhao, Zhao. Nomadland, yep. best director. Um, she's directing Eternals. So, so that's she exciting. Back to back Oscar winner. That's exciting. I think some place had they said after this or whatever they had Eternals at like sixteen to one. Oh my! For God. like something next year, and I was like, that's the dumbest shit ever. Marvel will never win an Oscar. Black Panther was probably their best bet. Yeah, or Captain America four. Oh shit, Jay! Captain America, and just check that Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert, it is now Falcon, Captain America. <laughs> it is now Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yes, it ended on that. Season two, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Okay, Ty, before Fuck we get, day. I mean, we don't have to walk through everything that happened. I mean, episode five and episode six, we could just kind of touch on the ending and what's next. I think that's the most appropriate thing. Yeah. Um, just your overall thoughts and feelings about the ending to the show and what's next. Could have been better. Um, the fight scenes were pretty good, except for the the... Fucking what's his name? The UFC fighter, George St. Pierre. Yeah, kicking a chair at the shield. Yeah, I I, I like, remember that too, and it like what? knocks it down. Yeah, yeah. it was just stupid. Yeah, um, that was a stupid fight choreography thing there. Yeah, I mean George St. Pierre is a badass though. Yeah, so maybe it's just him. <laughs> um, could have been better. I didn't like the power broker reveal. It was very, very obvious that it was gonna be the Sharon chick. Yeah, we called that the first time she showed up. Yeah. And she's just not intimidating, and they very much set her up to be the villain moving forward. I think she's the villain of probably Captain America 4. Or season 2, depending on if they do. I don't think they're going to do a... They, they've already talked about doing this for another season. See, I thought those reports of when they talked about it was like them talking about doing a season 2. Because they, they knew that they're making Captain America 4. Okay. Because that's pretty much been confirmed that Captain America four. It's like yeah, no, they they did confirm it. We've talked about season two, and maybe down the line they do eventually do season two. I just don't think that's in the 
the broad scheme of the plans. You know what I mean? Maybe you're right. If that's the case, I'm way, way, way less okay with her being the villain of a movie. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the U.S. agent thing and the one uh, Jerry Louis Dreyfus. What the heck? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Her name was Jerry. Uh, um, Madam Hydra. So we talked about the the well, not the anti Avengers. What are they called? Secret Dark Avengers. Dark Avengers. Maybe she. Maybe she has a play in that. Because Abs- no, absolutely. Because they could absolutely. I just said absolutely because you said absolutely. They could tweak it where <laughs> maybe it's not you know Thunderbolt Ross doing it and it's her doing it because they they don't have to go you know with exactly. the comments exactly but they set up u.s agent absolutely and they already said she was supposed to originally appear in black widow but then the release things got fucked up so her first oh really was in the show so black widow so she's gonna be in the black widow so i'm assuming taskmaster oh okay which is gonna be another part of the team yeah probably zemo still you still got she hulk coming up yep um whether Could they do something hulk. with hawkeye the show yeah it's absolutely their after the official, she called him U.S. agent. She said, we'll be in touch. They're doing something with a villain team up, which mm-hmm. is fucking exciting. Yeah, and I think I jumped the gun. I mean, I thought they were going to kill U.S. agent in this. I told you they wouldn't. And he was a little bit of a good guy at the end. Kind of a little redemption. He's, he's going to be bad. That's that's totally the let's get the casual fans off the scent of him being bad in the future. But, like, do a little subtleties at the end, but, like, not fully. I, I think the thing with him and even in the comics is he's kind of blurs the line. Yeah. Where he's not Captain America, but he's not a full-blown villain either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think they kind of showed that here. We're like, yeah, he flipped out and fucking killed somebody. But at the same time, he helped save the day at the end, too. Yeah. And, you know, so it, it, it'll, it'll be interesting. I really like the performance by the actor and that character. Like oh, yeah. Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Fucking fantastic character throughout the entire series. Yeah, he um, was great. Sam, Sam's Captain America suit looked pretty fucking cool. It looked dope. Which I'll touch on something um, later in the episode. But costume design looked fucking great for this. Just touch on it now, Ty. Well, it's Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. I. Why do you think people are not flocking to this critically? And I've even seen some people that I know have been watching it on Twitter that just I know, you know, personally or whatever, tweeting some not so promising things about it. I don't know if it was the mildly anticlimactic ending slightly or the speech that sam gives but the people which like, i thought was fantastic i've seen i th- I thought that part was welcomed by everyone i thought that might have been helping it yeah i i don't know i truly don't i i think, I think it was an anticlimactic thing maybe a little lackluster and i i think again getting our expectations up we didn't do too many theories or everything anything but we do get our expectations up when it's revealed as a weekly episodic show Whereas if this was the end of an actual movie, it's like, okay, like... It makes sense, but when you build it up, you know, hype it up for six weeks, yeah, and it's just more and more every week, you get more and more of an expectation on how it's going to end. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought that speech scene was really, really good. Yeah. Um, one of the best monologues that they have in all of the all of Marvel, like, properties so far. I mean, maybe the best. I, I can't think of That's any... That's why I'm like, I can't think of anything monologues else. Monologues off the top of my head. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and I really liked the Isaiah Bradley scene too, with the mo- like the memorial thing they set up. It was I was tearing up. I, yeah, I almost lie. cried. I was tearing up. I was. I liked it. Um, and I think just the the kind of things that this show can do. Like you have the comments on you know the the racial issues in this country and representation and all that stuff. Really, what this show was rooted in. But just like 
they showed Anthony Mackie, I think. I don't know if he posted it or someone posted it of him, but it's a picture of him as a kid dressed up as Captain America and then the still <laughs> the picture of you know him as Captain America now in the movies. Um, it's just representation is so huge to people that don't like you know myself growing up or just people in general where everyone is looks just like you. So you don't realize that not everyone else has that. Yeah, like, and I, I was just thinking about this after, and it's like, it's it's just like, like I loved Eminem as a kid because he was the white rapper in a, <laughs> in a you know, and that's just something so trivial and so stupid. But I, he, I, you know, it was a little bit of representation in something, you know, or like, you know, when I was a kid, I liked Steve Nash or whatever, you know, white just basketball stupid player. things like that, you yeah, know. And this sure. is much more, could be much more powerful, and you know, heroes. Yeah, they're not real, but it's still, you know. For kids and whatnot, role models and yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just these huge. are still actors, and this is their fucking superhero that these kids are yeah. gonna love and go to the shows and see and dress up as Halloween. And you know, there's gonna be some fucking black kids who dress up as Captain America for Halloween and feel fucking awesome about it. Yeah, and that's awesome. That's great. And it's not just that either. It's you know, they have uh, Shang Chi in the pipeline. Yep. Um, even the women representation, Captain Marvel. You know, Black Widow's dead now, but you know, her solo and movie. And if they set anything up after that, it's just things like that are very, very important. And it's really easy to overlook. And there's probably people who are going to bash Marvel for it taking this long to begin with. Yeah. But it's they're going. I mean, Black Panther was really the first super representative representative one, um, you know, and that did numbers and everything and, and influenced people. And just Chadwick himself became a legend, obviously, from that. Yeah, for sure. So it's just it's great. It's I'm like it. And, you know, around the corner, we're hopefully going to get. Probably an LGBTQ. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I truly do just get confused sometimes. Um, we'll probably get that, you know, like a not just like a subtle like in onward where it was very subtle, like a in your face, not in a bad way, you know, representation of that. And that'll be fantastic as well. And whatever else, other people that need to be represented. You yeah. know, it's very important. It's very important in our culture, um, you know, for this to happen. And it's it's fake stuff and it's superheroes, but it's huge. No, I definitely agree. And just like what you were saying with fucking Steve Nash and Eminem, like yeah. you had that because those are heavily dominated by, you know, not white people by minorities. Yeah. Whereas you don't realize that kind of everything else is dominated by white people. Yeah. You know, like the whole movie industry, everything else, like that's just all you see is fucking white people in these kind of movies. Yep. So like it is good to see it in this different light where, you know, like we said, it, it it's representation. Yeah, and people are going to be pissed, and you're going to have fucking people bashing it like they did this last episode, or, you know, Captain Marvel, how the movie got fucking bashed yeah. online. Like, that's going to happen. At the end of the day, it's very good, and I think they are aware that what they're doing is right. Mm -hmm. I hope there's more of it. Yeah, and there there will be for sure, and it's it just the impact. I mean, you look at athletes like Tiger Woods. Um, he became so big, you know, coming up just young dominant, but also being, you know, an African-American male. Um, coming up in a heavily dominated white sport and just yep. destroying everyone at it. And, you know, people see themselves, whether it's athletes or movie stars and superheroes, everything in between politicians, you know, Barack Obama becoming the first African-American president, not going to talk about actual politics, but just things of that manner. Um, it's very important, and we still have a long way to go as society, but I'm glad that there are entertainment venues that are at least helping push the needle a little bit forward with things like this. Big time agree, Jay. I also see some people upset that Bucky can't fight as well. I saw that discussion on Twitter. I, that's a very intentional decision. Like, he's no longer the Winter Soldier. Like, he's obviously not going to be this super assassin. Like, he's still kind of fighting his own demons. And part of that is maybe not being as badass. Because I saw people, like, he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with, you know, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers? Yep. I got confused. Fred Rod Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers? 
<laughs> with Steve right. Rogers, you know, and went toe to toe with him, and you know, Steve Rogers obviously went toe to toe with fucking Thanos, um, and then he's fighting these flag smashers, and he's kind of you know not getting the best of them always, and I just think it's a very intentional decision. Yeah. Everyone, I loved the jokes online where it was like, when you fight the boss, and it was like the Winter Soldier movie where he's a badass, and so mm-hmm. when you unlock the boss as a playable character, that's <laughs> him in this show. Yeah, I was laughing. But it makes sense. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have no problem with it. He's still a badass. Still fuck some shit up there for a little while. I saw people getting pissed off that Sam could hold the truck up when he was like flying and the truck was it about was to his fall. Fucking boosters, though. Well, like, yeah, but helps. they were like, but he's just a normal person. Like his arms wouldn't be able to even stay in place. And it's like, shut the fuck up. It's a movie. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they have like. Are, do you think they ever give him some sort of serum or anything? I feel like this movie very adamantly made that a no. Yeah, that's true. Or this show, I keep saying movie. They made it a very large point that he is not does not yeah. want it. Um, that'd be cool though. Make him fucking jacked. If like Anthony Mackie, can you put on fifty pounds of weight, just straight muscle for the next movie? <laughs> the fucking Rock just shows up in the next one. And they try to pass <laughs> it off. <laughs> they use like the de aging effect, but they just put Sam Wilson's <laughs> face on the Rock's body. I know. Yeah, I guess if you know. He's got his, like, gadgets and gizmos. He doesn't have to be the same Captain America. It could be his own spin on it. With, like, the lasers and shit, he feels almost like an Iron Man-Captain America hybrid. Yeah, honestly. he flies around. He's got, like, tech and shit, but he's got a shield. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. No, I liked it. It's a good observation. Um, I like the show overall. I'm excited to see what they do moving forward. Um, Bucky's final scene with the the guy who Sonny killed Mm -hmm. was okay. I feel like they could have done more with that. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see where they go with it and keep telling the story because these two characters, like the on stream on screen chemistry between these two, is great. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and I like the stories they're telling, so keep fucking telling them. Yeah. Um, just moving forward because we always have to talk about what's next in the MCU. That's just what we do here. Yep. Uh, so Captain America four, uh, they haven't announced when it's going to be released. It could be sooner than we think. They've introduced like the slate of movies in the next you know three four years but this could be something that they have had planned they were just waiting for the show to announce Keeping and there low-key might have been a reason why this show was supposed to be first so that announcement could have been made but who knows that's just me speculating yeah um they could toy around with the elite release dates i think it's going to have a big part i think you know you're going to have sharon carter again pardoned um power broker who now has government secrets all that bullshit um i'm sure Wyatt russell will return in some capacity i don't think he, it's going to be the big bad dark avengers yet um, but I'm sure he will be back and maybe the end of the movie will be the kind of leading into that next team up movie of sorts. Um, I feel like we'll get a really good idea to see if they keep introducing Madam Hydra and how they build the team in the other films. Before yeah. That if they're, yeah, if they go with the team and whatnot. Um, but that makes sense for their next kind of team up venture phase. Um, because it's an easy one where it's like, it'll get people excited because it's like, Oh, it's the Avengers against the fucking, Bad Avengers, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. the rip-off Captain America, the rip-off Hulk, all these other things. Um, kind of like Civil War where it's just like people fighting people, but this yeah. time it's like bad guys, good guys. But it's not over the top where you know they're still leaving themselves room to do things moving forward. And, of course, you also have the uh, the Secret Invasion. Um, the different shows and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. Armor Wars, that whenever that comes or out. I meant, well, just the whole, the scrolls. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, they could pull that card. You have the Fantastic Four and how that introduces the Silver Surfer and Galactus and everything. Who knows? You have the X-Men always dangling in the back pocket. Just sitting there waiting. They're eventually – well, they did announce the – Did was that ever announced announced or was that like a rumor? I don't know. Um, I, I don't know the difference anymore. 
So, and I think they're going to toy with that. You know, when they bought Fox, obviously, me and you, you and I, just every Marvel fan's like, okay, the next big team up's going to be X Men versus Avengers or whatever. But, like, they're not going to just fucking rush that out. They're going to long play that. They're going to make it a big old thing. That'd be like a, a Avengers 10. Avengers X Men. <laughs> <laughs> and then we still have Wanda doing, she could be part of the Dark Avengers. I don't know if she ever is in the comics, but, like, she's kind of toying that. That and she line. can almost be like the the bad Doctor Strange in a sense, you know what I mean? So yeah, I kind of have a feeling they'll do split up to where we'll have um, America Chavez or, or Miss Marvel, the the ground mm-hmm. ones, Kate Bishop, the new Hawkeye. Um, if they do have Torres from this show show up as the new Falcon, um, Shang Chi, the more grounded heroes taking on the Dark Avengers, and then they'll be. The more space-based Guardians, Thor, Doctor Strange, like mystical shit, taking on a bigger threat separately. And then they all come together for one big hurrah in ten years. Be fucking awesome. Avengers Endgame two years ago today, Ty. How does that feel? That's wild. Makes me feel old. Did you see the really stupid tweet by ESPN? Yeah. (laughs) Everyone got so mad about it, and that's exactly what they wanted to do with it, and it's so funny. Or they just didn't know. No, they they know. They post dumb shit like that. I feel like they knew exactly what they were doing. For those that don't know, Avengers Endgame came out two years ago, and they said Thanos called Endgame, and it was like him draining a bucket over all the Avengers, and they were all fading, and everyone's like, dude, he didn't win in that movie. That was the wrong fucking movie. (laughs) Um, Another Twitter goof, just not sports-related. Someone tricked PFF, Pro Football Focus, with a fake Chargers deleted tweet that said the Chargers were trading up with the Giants, and then PFF (laughs) tweeted, Chargers tweeted this, then deleted, eyes emoji, and then ended up being fake. And then PFF deleted it. Yeah, and then tweeted, PFF tweeted this and deleted it. Like, trying to save face, like, making a joke at themselves. That's what they get, because they, they talk a lot of shit about the Chargers. They do. They fucking don't like Justin Herbert. They don't, and that doesn't make sense. I know this isn't the sports episode, but they did a list of, like, the top five quarterbacks from last year's draft class and this year's draft class, and they ranked Justin Herbert behind guys who aren't even in the NFL yet. Which is fantastic. Trevor Lawrence, I'll give him that if they want to give him that, but Justin Fields and Zach Wilson. You just have a rookie who broke rookie records. In the NFL. Ranked fifth behind Joe Burrow and two guys who haven't played. Three guys, Trevor Lawrence. But Trevor Lawrence is really good. But I don't know. It made me laugh. It's funny stuff. Um, No, I like the show. I'm excited for where Marvel goes. Um, The trailer for Shang-Chi dropped. Didn't watch it. Actually, I did watch it. I lied. Riley made me watch it. Looks real fun. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. The Ten Rings. A lot. I was not that excited. Now I'm very excited. That's how I feel about every Marvel movie where I don't know the property very well, like Doctor Strange and everything. And then they drop it, and you're like, that looks fucking fun. So the Ten Rings, that's obviously connected to Stark, right? Like the, that Ten Rings? Um, yes, because like the Mandarin or whatever in Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. was supposed to be like the big bad with the Ten Rings. Yeah, and they fucking they fucked fumbled it. The, the real Mandarin's going to be in this with the real Ten Rings, and like each ring gives him a power, basically. Is the, what do you mean the real? So what are how are they gonna like? There's redcon that past Mandarin. He Is was that the right term? Redcon? Ret retcon. Okay. Um, I don't know. They're just gonna I, maybe they just don't even fucking address it. Um, <laughs> but this Mandarin will have the ten rings and have powers and be a badass. Yeah. And Shang Chi's just gonna kick him in the face. Yeah. I'm excited. It looks like fucking fun. His dad was kind of like a dick. Yeah, that's the Mandarin. Oh, his dad's a Mandarin? Pretty Fucking sure. Fucking spoiler alert. 
I, it's fucking casting. They've already announced fucking that. Fucking spoiler alert to the listeners at home. Jeez. I don't know what to tell you. He isn't in the comics, but I'm pretty sure they combined the characters, and that's the Mandarin. He just fucking and they announced spoiled that. the biggest plot twist of the movie. That's not. I don't think it'll be a plot twist whatsoever. I think he's rocking the Ten Rings the entire time. <laughs> I think you're right, too. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Next up, Loki. That's not until May? June? Loki, season one. Debuting. September 2018. Are you? No, it's <laughs> okay, two years okay. ago. Jay. Uh, June 11th. <sighs> That's a gap. We got a gap. Yeah, we're gonna have a whole month, like five weeks without Marvel content. This, this is the is first bullshit. How does it tie? This is the first time in like four or five months that we're not gonna have Marvel content, isn't it? We're just blessed to say that at least, right? This is bullshit, Jay. Because we went. No, I've been spoiled, and I want to keep being spoiled. When does uh, Black Widow come out? May. Yeah, that's that sounds right. Let's go with that, Jay. Fucking why not? You know, July 9th. <laughs> it's after. Yeah. Oh, it was May, and then they pushed it back. I think. Okay, just saying. Like, oh, never mind. Because this movie was originally supposed to be released before the Loki series. I was gonna say, is there like something in this movie that ties into this? Because they keep pushing it back behind Loki, but no, because it was originally supposed to come out before, before that. So. I will say we were gonna have a packed end of the fucking year though, if. Things keep going as they're going, which I honestly, Obviously, Jay. first time in forever, not forever, because I've talked about it before. Feel really promising. Feels good. Like I feel like we're making progress. Legitimately turned a corner in the world. You just jinx the fuck out of us, though. Like, ah, uh, yeah, I know, but like, vaccines are out. People getting their shots up, getting microchipped and blood clots. Fuck yeah, sick. One in a million chance of getting a blood clot. One in seven million chance of dying of a blood clot. Um, in all honesty, though, that's terrible to the people that actually got it. Like that happened to. Getting away from your dark conversation here. Black Widow, July 9th. Shang-Chi, September 3rd. Eternals, November 5th. Spider-Man, December 17th. That's just back to back to fucking back. <laughs> Bangers. On top of the TV shows. On top of your b- marriage. Wedding. In July, yeah. I'll be sprinkled in there. I'll be on Honeymoon. Come back from Honeymoon. Go watch another Marvel show. Yeah, how does Honeymoons work? Explain that to me. Do you Just have lots to of go? sex. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like... Are Honeymoons directly after? <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I think usually... Like, are you guys doing it directly after? Or is it like... I'm pretty sure that's the that's the plan. Like, is it like the Monday after the wedding? Like, let's fucking go. I think so. I think typically some people wait a little bit. If they want to save up. I think we're going to go kind of right after. So I, we, me and I talked about in our future wedding, our honeymoon being uh, Japan. But I just want to go to Japan now. Not now now, but like very soon. So I might just have to hurry that process up and get eloped. Yeah, man. Just fucking do it. Victoria told Riley that I should propose at your guys' wedding. Just do it, Jay. Fuck no. I'm not stealing the spotlight. That'd be so rude. It don't bother me now. I don't give a fuck. Should I prank her and do a fake proposal? Oh! <laughs> We'll, like, set everything up, and then just be like, nah. <laughs> um, more positive news, Ty. Like, 140 million people in the United States have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. Um, nice. Just for comparison's sake, so that's 140 million. That is um, about five times more, almost, than the number of total COVID cases that have been reported in the United States. So that's very, very promising. I have all five. All five? All five shots. Oh, 
How's your body? What would happen? I don't know. I wonder if there's an article about that. Like, if you just took every single COVID vaccine. You just got all Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson. Well, just light my fucking body up. Moderna and Pfizer do, the ex- like, the same technology with the MNRA. M- yeah, M- mRNA. Yeah. So, I don't know if you already got the other one. Like, would it do anything? But if you got the Johnson Johnson, which is, like, a different technology, plus the mRNA. I feel like if you just got all of those and then, like, someone came down with COVID, you just have to go, like, spit in their mouth or something. They'd get rid of COVID. It's like type O blood. Yeah. You're just like, fucking drain me. You know what would suck? What if, like, because we got Johnson Johnson and they stopped making it and, like, they do these boosters every year just to help protect you, but we can never get a booster again because ours is just done? Well, you just have to switch. Is that possible, though? Yeah, I'm sure. Anyways, that's promising. Um, But, Ty, the whole reason... You got the vaccine. Maybe not the whole reason you got the vaccine. But I mean, 90%. the whole reason you were able to see this movie in theaters was because of the vaccine. Mortal Kombat. Oh, fuck yeah, Jay. Your return to movie theaters. First time since Onward? In yeah. Last March? And that was like down the hill, too. That wasn't like the home movie theater. So it's been a long time When's since the last I went time to you were at Civic Plaza. I don't Do you know. Remember? I don't remember the last movie I went to our local theater. Uh, supporting the local business. I appreciate that. Not the big chain Cinemark. Sorry fuck to Cinemark fuck over Cinemark. in Apple Valley, but supporting the the cinema west uh just before we get into the movie i mean i had my first experience i popped my cherry uh, about a month ago now uh with king kong versus godzilla versus king kong great i'm sure great theater movie really wanted to see this in theaters but unfortunately couldn't get it done i had to just watch it at home hbo max just how how was it how was it for it you? was a blast it was it's, so much it was fun great, huh? it was so fucking loud i started crying almost when i went i was i just had a stupid <laughs> smile on my face the whole time victoria took the picture and sent it to you guys and i was yep. just smiling under my mask what was your mask uh, like move when you were there? What do you mean? Like eating popcorn and stuff. I just, I just took my mask off. The whole movie? Yeah, I just did that. It was so spaced out. Yeah, I put I'm mine. Vaccinated. I, didn't like... I was vaccinated too, and I'm not too worried because like all the sciences, people aren't talking. They're not yelling. So even if they theoretically do have COVID and they're 20 feet away from you, like they're not projecting it far enough for it would even reach you. Yeah, it was like every other row plus spaced out in the same row. There's just no one near us. It's like significantly less dangerous than like eating even outdoor dining. Um as long as the like air filtration and everything is proper. Um but I still put mine back on when I was done with the popcorn. I think just out of habit. I was just snacking the whole time too cuz I was just having a blast. Oh, popcorn my stomach was, wasn't popcorn in popcorn. Was mid. Wasn't that good? Really? Yeah, it was like all crumbly and I was kind of upset. Damn, I'm sorry about that. It's all right. Movie was fucking blast though. It was just so loud. The screen was so big. <laughs> yeah, you saw it on the giant screen. That's what we saw it on too. Yeah, it's fun. I'm glad, Ty. I'm glad you had a good time. I had a great time. I know. I, I was so excited for movie theaters to come back. I've seen one movie, and now it's like, I want to keep going, but it's like I don't know what to go see. Just, just go watch Mortal Kombat again. I'll go with you. <laughs> maybe, man. Maybe. Um, but yeah, Mortal Kombat. Obviously, the story of Mortal Kombat. Correct. Um, I think he nailed that one on the fucking. Do you head. have our synopsis? Oh wow, I'm not in. I'm just not in movie review and shape, Jay. We took a full fucking whole week off, and I'm just not there. I, before you get into that, they I was watching a video about like things you missed in the movie about the video games, and they were showing clips of the 2011 video game, like the reboot after the uh, Mortal Kombat versus DC that they did, that like started this new timeline or whatever. It looked so bad. I thought it looked way better than that. The game? Yeah, it looked terrible. 10 or 11? 9. Oh, the 2011 one. Okay. I just remember it being, like, obviously not good, but decent. And it just wasn't. I feel like it's okay. The clip they showed on the YouTube video was 
It was of a cutscene. It was not good. Yeah, it is what it is. Synopsis hit me. MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions. It's not true. In order to stand against the enemies of Outworld at a high-stake battle for the universe. That was a shit synopsis because that is not what happened. It's not at all what happened. Cole has the marking of the champion's marking. and It's the dragon. It's the Mortal Kombat dragon. Yeah, and Jax finds him and then Sonya and they Kano and they all get together. Raiden, Liu Kang, Kung Lao. Raiden's Spoiler temple. Spoiler alert, dead as hell. Um, oh, whoa, Jay. And if the uh, bad guys win another Mortal Kombat tournament, then they take over the Earth Realm. So they're trying to get their people ready for the tournament. But then Kung Lao, not Kung Lao, uh, Shao... Help me out here. Shang-Chi. Shang-Sung. Shang-Sung. Shang-Chi's the, the Marvel guy. <laughs> Shang-Sung Shang Sung, um, bombards them. They get in some fights. Yeah, comes to Earth Realm. Don't even have a tournament. Some people are upset about that. They just fight. I mean, they break it up to where it's kind, kind of just like everyone's going to fight. Yeah, and then we get uh, at the end, Scorpion. Not enough Scorpion in this for me. I'm just going to start with that. Not enough Scorpion I think for it, me. I was kind of expecting that, though. I was like, they're going to fucking hold their big dogs, and they'll show some big dog at the end, and then that'll set up a franchise, which just absolutely did set up a franchise. I mean, the movie ended with the Johnny Cash, Johnny Cage, Cage uh, poster. <laughs> old man Johnny Cash playing a guitar. <laughs> a Johnny Cage poster, which was actually could be seen in the first shot of the movie. Did you know that? Was there was like was that, that same poster, poster? You could actually see it. Yeah, nice. Um, but you know, and they were talking about having to find the other champion, so they're gonna go find him. Um, there was a a clipping on the board of um Night Wolf, the Fuck Native yeah. American guy. He was always badass because he did Taekwondo, and I took Taekwondo classes, so I used him. Um, you know, they're gonna they have so many fucking characters they could pull out of the bag that they just didn't use here. I mean, just um, no Shao Kahn. Well, no Shao Kahn. Is, you no, can just easily um, use him in, like, three different movies as the villain. No, uh, even just the lesser guys. No, um, what the heck's her name? Melina. Melina was in this. Not Melina, the other one, the princess. Katana. Oh, no yeah. Katana. No Katana. Uh, no Baraka. Yep. Who I used to call Baraka Obama. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking funny, huh? <laughs> that was fucking funny <laughs> as a kid. Good shit there, Jay. Um, Shinnok, who's the big bad in 10 or 9? Oh, yeah. Um, his gauntlet was actually the gauntlet that Kano stole. Really? Remember when he took it, Luke King's like, put that back. And he's like, no, I guess that I, I saw this in a video, but that gauntlet is like what holds his soul or whatever. Oh, so like he's going to Quan Chi, no Quan Chi. Remember him? Quan Chi's bad guy who kind of looks like, he's like uh, gray, right? He kind of looks a little bit like God of War's cousin. A little bit. Yeah. But, um, it's fucking cool, man. They had reptile kind of. Was that, like, supposed to be the reptile? No, yeah, reptile's big dead. Yeah, that's what I, I thought as well. Kano ripped his fucking heart out. <laughs> um, the robot guy, Cyrax, and the other one, whose name I don't know off the top of my head, Sector? Yeah, that's right. Shiva, girl with four arms. Yep, Goro's baby mama. Devora, she was in 10. She's, She's the new. newer one. That's why they, they really Jade. didn't use any of the newer characters. Yeah. It's all the old school characters, so they could just keep pumping shit out. And they didn't even use all the old school characters like Johnny Cage and Baraka. Yeah, so they have they have a lot of noob Sailbot, Sabot, who set up in this because they killed um, Sub-Zero. Oh, that's right. That's what he turns into, right? Yeah, and then his brother becomes the good Sub-Zero, who's not a villain. That's right, Ty. Good observations. Was that in 10? I've played 10. I haven't played 11. That's very early on. I don't know exactly when, but that happens very early on. 
Sindel Smoke, Ermac. There's so many people. So many people they could pull off of, pull out of, and those are just the big guys. I mean, mm-hmm. there's fucking littler names. Like, the one girl that they had, like, they had some weird people. There was the girl with the wings. Um, I didn't even know who the fuck that was. So I've again, played every single game, adamantly pay attention to storylines and stuff, don't know that character. So, again, I I've, I watched a video kind of explaining some of this stuff, and she was in, remember N- the PS2 Natara? ones? Yeah, Natar. Remember okay. the PS2 ones? Some of them were like it had like a free realm mode. Yeah, free yeah, realm. yeah, yeah. She was those in one cool. of those. Those were fucking cool. And then the other guy with like the hammer. Reiko. Didn't know who the fuck he was. He was in Mortal like the second and third one they ever made, like still in the arcade machine. Shit. He was probably in Armageddon too, because I feel like everyone was in Armageddon. That was the one where they I don't had, think like, he was. Characters. I think uh, the girl might have been. So they they had some random people. They're obviously saving. Yeah, I mean they're big dogs. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Armageddon. Do you want to just he- want me to read off the entire uh, <laughs> face roster? Just fucking do it, Jay. Ashra, Bakara, Blaze, Bo Ray Cho. Blaze is fucking cool. Chameleon, Cyrax, Dagon, Dairu, Darius, Dramine, Ermac, Frost, Fusion, Goro, Havoc, Hotaru, Hisu Hao, Jade. Oh, the fucking dude who's blind with the sword. He didn't use him. He's fucking cool. Jade, Jarek, Jax, Johnny Cage, Cabal, K, Kano, Kano, Kenshi, Chameleon, Kentaro, Kira, Katana. Who the fuck's Chameleon? Um, is he's he, is he just a reptile ripoff? He's no, I don't think so. I it's a girl. It's female. The name rings a bell. Oh, she's just green scorpion sub zero. Re- oh no. I don't know. Continue reading. They look like just the regular. He just looks like reptile. Um, Kentaro, Kira, Katana, Cobra, Kung Lao. Lee Mei, Liu Kang, Movado, Meat. Remember Meat? <laughs> yeah, it's just Meat. It was just like a... No skin. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to be in it. Melina, Mocap. Mocap, he's one of the robots, I think. Uh, Moloch, Mataro, Nightwolf, Natara. So, like, the girl. That was Natara. Noob Sabot, Onaga, Quan Chi, Raiden, Rain. That's, like, a big one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think so. Raiko, is that the guy we were talking about with the hammer? Yeah. Is that him? Yeah, Raiko. Raiko, Reptile, Serena, Scorpion, Sector, Shang Tsung, Shao Kahn, Shiva, Shinnok, 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 I don't know, Shuninko, Sindel, Smoke, Sonya Blade, Striker, Sub-Zero, Tanya, Tavin. That's a lot of people, Jay. And And they've introduced more since then. Five of those. There's some fucking badass people here. I'm looking. There's some cool people they haven't used yet. So to go back on my original tan- tangent, this is setting up a film franchise. Um, you had mentioned to me, I don't know if we talked about this on the pod, that the guy who played Sub-Zero said can't like that he signed up for five movies? Yeah, I think he said he agreed to like a five-movie deal. and Which makes sense. Spoiler, he dies in this like we mentioned, but, I mean, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Come on. I mean, I, is, Shang Tsung <laughs> even said death is just a gateway for something else. Does he come back as, as Noob Smoke one character? I don't know. I think he does come back because he turned into smoke at the end there because Shang Tsung. He, like, made him smoke and yeah. disappear because that's, like, his teleporting thing. I feel like he's going to come back as smoke. I, I can't tell you, Ty. But, they I mean, they set it up. They're going to go get more fighters and maybe they'll do a tournament and we'll see how many fucking movies they make out of this. I mean, the only thing that would have stopped them from making more is a terrible box office. But with COVID and everything, like, it's not a true measuring stick. So the studio is just going to be like, all right. Fuck it. It got decent enough reviews. Let's fucking go for it. And let's keep making this thing. 
now they're they have a weird balancing act moving forward and with this movie like how much do they show right away to please the fans how much you know because there's going to be fans that leave this movie and leave maybe future movies if they make them disappointed because it was a little it could have been more but if they're making a whole film franchise out of this then you understand why there wasn't more yeah for sure um Riko looked badass in armageddon who Riko, the guy in the movie mm-hmm. looks fucking cool in armageddon yeah like eye paint and shit how do you spell his name r-e-i-k-o there's just like a screen grab of him from the thing and he just looks fucking cool his hammer looks cooler he looks cooler oh yeah big downgrade for him for this movie <laughs> um yeah, so there's there's a lot of ways they could go, and like like we said, like there's been like eleven of these fucking games. They have so much lore and shit that they can just build off of. I think it's mo- it might even be more than eleven. Yeah, there's it's a lot, and they can just keep telling stories. Um, which leads me to my first issue with this. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you make a new character someone who's not from all the games and shit? Like the lead guy is someone no one gives a shit about. Yeah, so I the whole time I was like, who is this gonna be? I was like, is he going to be Scorpion somehow, or is that what they're going to That's what I thought was going to be, like, a pass the torch, he's the new Scorpion. Yeah, maybe down the line, but, yeah, I don't – and then I was, like, looking it up, like, did I miss something? He's 100% going to be a DLC in MK11, though. I mean, no fucking – yeah, obviously. Um, I I, I don't know if it's just they want to create – they probably had a meeting, like, what makes us different than the games? These are, like, executives, and they're like, well, uh, maybe – Executives are stupid. Maybe we can uh, make a new character, and that'll set us apart. But let's make him related to Scorpion so people are interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just stupid. Just play the hits. <laughs> play the hits. I don't want to hear a new song. <laughs> play the fucking chart bangers. That's all I want. Um, I mean, they did a good job with the Scorpion Sub-Zero. I mean, that, that storyline's been shown in the MK games multiple times. Um, but they did a good job with it. Mm-hmm. The whole killing his family and everything. A little bit of a new twist on the other characters. I don't know if we go way back to when those, like, the Earthrealm people were actually introduced and all this bullshit. Like, I think they, because I think MK9, the 2011 one, was the soft reboot where they kind of, like. Oh, you're you're unplugged. Sorry go. about that. Was the soft reboot where they kind of, like, brought brought it into fold. I'm sure they didn't do it this way. But they had to, they could have done that any way they wanted. Yeah, I thought it was odd that it was like, oh, you have the marking. Everyone has fucking superpowers now. Like, Jax, you're supposed to be a regular dude who had, like, got worked on and gave metal arms. You're going to grow your fucking metal arms. <laughs> no, you're not going to grow regular arms back. Fuck that. You're going to grow metal arms. Well, I like how uh, Kano took a while to find his eye and just took him getting mad. Yep. And then it took... No, you're not going to have a metal eye because we scratched you in the face and everyone thinks we're going to put in a metal eye. Your superpower is just going to coincidentally be shooting lasers out of the fucked up eye. And then uh, the one main character, it took him time to find his armor? I don't know. Swords? <laughs> it was just like, he just got covered with, like, rope, it looked like, like, yarn? Well, I think it was, like, armor, and it looked like they were doing, like, the absorb thing that, like, Blank- Black, Black Panther, Panther has. Yeah, for sure. But it took them all the time, and then Sonya Blade kills Kano, and then just can shoot lasers right away. Immediately comes out <laughs> with it. She's like, I don't know what you guys, it fucking took you so long. And that's kind of overpowered. Like, I said that when I was watching the movies, because she literally shot a hole with just one shot through Melina. Yeah, it's pretty fucking brutal. Like, in the games, those are just like, that's just a punch. That just, ow. But, like, that's overpowered. Like, Sub-Zero freezes people. Like, she can just fucking blast people from miles away and just kill them (laughs) instantly. you're dead. Pew, you're dead. She's the most powerful character. Yeah, those are supposed to just be, like, tickle lasers that she wears as bracelets. (laughs) And now she shoots lasers that put a hole in people. 
Um, I mean, they did call back some classics. There was a few things that made, like, so there was the move spamming by Liu Kang, where he kept sweeping Kano's legs, and Kano's like, do you know any other moves? It's fantastic. And he just kept doing it. That was classic Very meta. button spamming. Uh, there was the one scene where he's fighting Goro, and his daughter's like, use the uppercut, and then he hits the big uppercut, because obviously Mortal Kombat's always, the, the duck uppercut is always a, a go-to move. Yep, for sure. Um, the fatalities, some of them were actually fatalities from the game. Like, like the, exact angles. The Kung Lao razor blade. Yeah. Sawing through. Um, Which was fucking, my, that was my favorite fatality in the movie. That was um, so cool. And, you know, they said that the flawless victory. So cheesy, and I loved every second um, of it. All that stuff. So, oh, circle back real quick. Going off back. topic. Did you notice when uh, Falcon, <laughs> Captain America. Oh, yeah, they said Captain Falcon. Well, no. Oh, did they say that? Yeah, they're like, is he Captain Falcon now? And I was like, yes, that should be his fucking name. <laughs> no, he said um, someone told him to stay down, and he just said no. It was another stay down line. Oh, yeah, 100% expecting I could do this all day. Yeah, he just said no. Yeah. But they did it again. I was like, right, he, they did the stay down thing. She's like, what's that? I was like, you're not a Marvel fan then. They've literally <laughs> done it twice. <laughs> I just want to circle back. Yeah. Um, but they, they had some the, some subtle nods. There was even more that I can't think of off the top of my head right now. Where just, it was just meta nod to the video game. Yeah. Let's get into the movie ranking scale, Ty. Plot slash story. Let's, uh, let's pull this up here, Jay. Plot? I gave it a 12. Yeah, I gave it a 10. It is my middle-of-the-road score. This movie wasn't going to reinvent the wheel, but it was it was what it needed to be. It was fine. Um there's room for improvement, certainly. I mean, the video games tell great stories. Yeah, that, uh, they do, for sure. Um, it's just almost a case where, like, if they made a Mortal Kombat show, like, hour-long weekly show, like, they could do real fucking things with that. It'd pretty much the be— The budget would be the issue for that. Well, the budget, because um, it, it'd be like a video game fucking campaign mode, pretty much. Yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> the budget, and they're not making as much money. Like, this is—we want to make money off this— big blockbuster franchise that we're going to keep pumping out movies. We're not making Fast and the Furious shows, you know. So yeah. So there's room for improvement, but it, it had to be what it had to be. Could I nitpick it and could I be, you know, really extra about it? Sure, I'm going to do that a little bit later. Um I thought it was fine. Uh it was what it was. Sucks there wasn't some things in it, but that holds it back in some other categories. Yeah, so I I gave worse than you. I gave it a 10. Um it was just okay. Yeah, they didn't tell a great story, which some of the games have fantastic stories. And obviously it's hard to fully adapt video game campaigns that are 12 hours long, Yeah, you know, to play through into a movie that makes sense and isn't just fighting the whole time, which is also an origin story of sorts. Yeah. And introducing a new character. Um, There was no great twist. I didn't like how, you know, Kano the turning bad. I mean, that's not a twist. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't like some of the choices they made, especially with the Cole Young. Um, and just how they played, you know, all the shit with his character. Yeah. Um, it could have been better, but it was good enough for what they were trying to create. Um, I like it as the, the start-off point of the franchise. Okay. Okay, so I think first time ever, I think we need to give two scores at the same time. Because I feel like the visuals and cinematography and key elements are very, very overlapped. Okay. At least for me. I'm, they're similar for me, yeah. Okay, we don't have to then. Uh, visual cinematography, I gave it a 14. Also gave it a 14. Uh, I originally gave it a 12, but I gave it a plus two TV bump since my TV is not great with CGI. Your TV, I don't get it because it looks fun and great on the you know big screen. It's it just, wasn't. For some reason, like CGI on that TV just looks fake. Like it's weird. Like you could just tell it's not real. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. I'm going to have to show you. 
It looked fine in the theaters. Did it look incredible? No, but it looked good enough. Yeah, for sure. And it Goro was... Goro looked like shit. Yeah, he wasn't great. There was also a scene where uh, Liu Kang was like meditating. He had fire in his hand. That didn't look fantastic either. I feel like the fire looked fine for me. Um, you know, there were some things that may, might not have been fantastic, sure, but the the goriness, um, that dynamic of the visual slash cinematography was fine. One thing I actually didn't like that knocked it down too a little bit for me is I didn't like the the set, the um, just the set, like that temple. It just looked so obviously like fake. Yeah, and it wasn't proppy. great. And then they, they played the hits at the end with the fight on the bridge. And, and that was cool. Yeah. But, like, Raiden's Temple, I was like, okay, this is whatever. It was, like, underground, and it just didn't look that good. Yeah. So. I definitely agree with that. It, it was it was fine. It could have been better for sure. Um, I'm not necessarily nitpicking the CGI here because of my television again. I'm sure the CGI holds up just fine. But, I don't know, maybe a little bit more gore. Maybe a little bit. But, oh, I guess this is more key elements, but it's also into the visual slash cinematography. I guess I could just talk about it right now when I go into key elements, which is another 14. They got the same score for me. It was 16 for key elements. Um, I didn't love the fighting. I loved okay. the gore, but, like, some of the fighting was not fantastic. Some of them were good, mm-hmm. but, like, there was the Sonya Molina fight, the first one. And, like, there was a point where Sonya was just, like, standing there, and she just, like, randomly kicked her, like... I don't know. It just looked like a very raw cut of a fight scene, and some of it wasn't fantastic, and I didn't love it, honestly. I agree with that. Um, I, I was reading stuff online, and people were saying that like every single time a punch landed or something, it was a cut. I didn't even notice like, that. They, they did not use practical punch like where it looked good. You look like a John Wick film or something where it's like long takes of bitchin' action sequences and whatnot. Like mm-hmm. they cut everything because it was so fake. Yeah. Um, which I, I didn't, you know, 16, this is supposed to just be a fun fight movie. If you do that good, you get a 20 for me. It was fun for sure. And that's why it still gets a 14, but it could have been a lot better. Honestly, the best fighting shit was the scorpion, um, sub zero at the very beginning. For yeah. Me. Where yeah. he fucking ties that shit up and is like throwing his dagger thing around and I agree that was stabbing the, it in people's necks yeah and the that blood was the best everybody. fighting of the whole fucking movie as critical as you're being I'm surprised it still got a 16. Well, because it was still pretty fucking gory. <laughs> I mean, it's Mortal Kombat and it was gory as shit and there was plenty of fatalities and like I said, ripping reptiles fucking hard out, splitting that bitch in half with Kung, um, Kung sucking Lao. the soul out. <laughs> There's a screen grab where it's um, what the fuck's Kung that guy's Lao. name? I don't know, he's just sitting there, and he's like, he's about to get his soul sucked, or whatever, it's just the only fucking Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking, what's his name? He's the, he's got the curved swords, I can't think yeah, of his Yeah, I name. know who you're talking about. But yeah. it's just the only words are, he's about to get his soul sucked, and it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I was in tears. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat movie cast. Oh, it's, shit. Uh, what's his name? That's gonna bother me. Cabal. Cabal, thank you. Yeah, it's just Cabal, and the only words is he's about to get his soul sucked. And I was like, that's funny <laughs> shit. That's fucking good shit right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, with that being said, there was cheesy-ass lines like that, which I'm giving it credit for because it should be cheesy as fuck for Mortal Kombat. The flawless victory line. Like, don't try yeah, and make sure. this serious. Have the cheesy shit. Play the hits. Make yeah. it over the top because that's what everyone wants out of this movie is over-the-top ridiculous action. Yeah, for sure. Um just for me, the fighting could have been a lot better. Yeah, that's why I gave it a little bit low. And uh, selfishly, I, I oh the scene where 
again, this, it's looking bad. There was a scene where they had a long cut of the Cole Young guy fighting, um, what's his name? Toro. Toro? Goro. Goro. And it was like a scene where it was Cole. It was like behind. So you saw Cole Young's back and he was like punching up. Like it was a very extended scene, but you could tell he was fighting nothing. <laughs> like just, just punching air. Yeah, it didn't look good. Um, the budget for this was only fifty million. You could tell. I a hundred percent could tell that they they were. It was a small budget. Test the waters. That's why I feel like the fighting wasn't that great, and some of the visuals weren't that great. Yeah, I mean, um, they didn't have a single big name actor. Spend a lot of money on the next one and make it look really fucking good, and it'll you'll see it in the box office. I mean, it would it probably would have done bits. Without yes, COVID either way. But if there aren't people shitting on it and you can do bitchin' action sequences that look realistic because you have the money to make them look realistic in post, yeah. people are going to hype it up and you're going to get a lot more people watching. Well, I don't know if people are shitting on it. It seems it's got 87 audience. I mean, 54 critics for this movie. That's fine. I, that doesn't mean anything to me. That's like a high, though. Fair, yeah. <laughs> for for this movie. Um, but yeah, the fighting could have got better. Again, we're looking at this movie in an analytical lens just like the critics if I was if I was just going if I didn't have this podcast and I was just going to the theater and watching this, I'm sure I would be way less critical of the fight scenes and because I'm gonna be honest, when I'm doing a movie rating scale, I'm looking for things to c- critique. It's true. You have to look th- at it through that lens because if if you go into every movie like, hey, I'm just gonna love everything about this movie, it's it's not gonna be fair. I have to look at every movie in a fair lens. Yeah. Um. My my favorite review of it is after I went to the theaters and watched it, you guys text me, how was it? And I just said, it was fun. I had fun. <laughs> that was it. It's just fun. If I have to be critical and break shit down, I got to do it, but it was fun. Did you watch it a second time? No, I didn't get to. Okay. I can't wait to though. Um, characters. I gave this a nine. I gave it a 13. Oh, <laughs> so talk to me here. I didn't like Cole Young. Cole Young fucking sucked. <laughs> he was just, who the? How are you gonna make a Mortal Kombat movie? And your lead character is Cole Young. He's just so fucking lame. Cole fucking. You have Young. so many cool people to build off of, and you can't just piggyback. Oh my great great grandpa's a badass. No one gives a shit. Show us the great great grandpa. Um, yeah, it, fucking Cole Young. <sighs> and beside, like the lines, like so the the dialogue and the delivering of the dialogue was just not good. I'm I'm not giving it bad points for like the corniness of, you know, flawless victory all that the stuff. The acting wasn't fantastic. But just the scenes where they had to it it was a low budget film. Um and I just I I found myself like just like and there were times when they were trying to be funny. I mean, my favorite was probably Kano as over the top as he was, but even that he was like a little too over the top with just like how brash he was and shit. So that may be the at home versus in theater because the theater was loving Kano. Really? We were laughing like a motherfucker. It was so much fun. <laughs> Um, and it, it just, I don't know, like, it feels weird. Like, I don't want to bash a movie for having a smaller budget, but I feel like a movie like this would have benefited from one star. Okay. Hear me out, Jay. One star where you could feel the star power and they don't feel like all of these actors felt like they were on a stage on a big release movie. I mean, this was obviously filmed before COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. Where they were like, this is a massive thing, and we're signing up for a franchise, and this is going to be seen. Like, it just seemed like the stage was too big for some of these. Like, fucking the girl who played Sonya, like, wasn't that good. I thought she was okay. I, I didn't love her, and I didn't love the main guy, and I thought Liu Kang was just like, ugh, and I, I don't know. I feel like Liu Kang is such a dynamic character, and they could have done so much more with that, and it was just kind of like, 
I don't know, man. I would have liked to have seen a lot more Liu Kang. Because yeah. he's so integral to the whole story and plot. Uh, and, like, Jack's, like, just fucking... They should just made it Steve Harvey. They made it the Steve Harvey look like. <laughs> nah, Steve Harvey can't be in this movie. But so you say they need one big name actor, though. I um, I think they a star would help this, guide this. I hundred percent agree. Before I break down my score, Mortal Kombat two, Ryan Reynolds is Johnny Cage. That would tell be, me that wouldn't be so yeah, much fucking. That fun. is perfect. And having that star, like as stupid as it sounds, having that one guy that can kind of help carry a scene, and be your on screen kind of quarterback. They yeah. didn't have that. I feel like Kano stole a lot of the scenes, and he was a villain and kind of got pushed in the back for a while. Whereas yeah. Cole Young was supposed to be their guy. Yeah. It just wasn't that good. Their quarterback got fucking traded to the other team. It's true. <laughs> I, it's just – there was no – yeah, like in like – you're going to get that of less experienced people, and this movie wasn't an acting forward, and yeah, I don't know. So my thing is I kind of went off of – Call it what you will, more adaptation. These characters exist, and there's a, a long history with these characters, except for Cole Young. <laughs> Fucking Cole Young. So stupid. I was so mad. Why are they whitewashing the main character of, like, a very, like, you know, predominantly Asian-influenced Asian. property? I, not even influenced. I'm pretty sure Mortal Kombat was created. I, I kind of laughed at the beginning scene where um, Sub-Zero is speaking Japanese. And Scorpion that, speaking that Chinese. That made me laugh. He's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking comedy. Because us white people are just sitting here. And if you don't see that it says Chinese, Japanese, we just assume they're speaking some Asian language. We're like, what do you mean you don't know what he's saying? And then they just go to town and he tries throwing a spear through his fucking face. <laughs> it's so fucking great. Yeah. Um, so for the characters, I kind of I wasn't expecting acting. So I'm not going to shit on the acting. More of, like, how well do I feel like they fit their character. Mm-hmm. Um, Jax, I thought, was fine. Sonya, I thought, I didn't hate her as much as you did. Kano was the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, for me, in terms of, like, your your character. It's mm-hmm. exactly what I would expect a fucking on-screen Kano to be. Um, I love Scorpion. Scorpion was so <laughs> fucking cool, and I need more of him. Because the actor was awesome. The action with him is awesome. And he was just perfect. He was exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. There just wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, Sub-Zero was intimidating and good. His costume looked so fucking stupid. Yeah. His shoulders looked so soft. <laughs> they were just so sloped down to the floor. <laughs> like he just didn't have... Fl- like give him fucking football pads. Yeah. I want him to look jacked and fucking intimidating. He just looks like... I don't even know how to explain it. He just looks so skinny and not big and intimidating. I want to say real quick, um, it's actually not developed by Asian developers. It was actually... Uh Originally developed by Midway Games, who also released Rampage, Spy Hunter, oh. NBA Jam, Cruise, and NFL Blitz. I knew that. I know it's an American property, yeah, but it's it's a hundred percent like Asian lore and shit. Yeah, is what it's all based on. Yeah, I knew it was like a, a U.S. property though. Um, so I feel like Sub Zero could have looked cooler, and I hope they make him look cooler because you look at Captain America, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and like him in that Captain America suit. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure. Um, Anthony Mackie mm-hmm. is in good shape. He's not as jacked as that suit makes him look. Yeah. Like, they have some muscles in that suit. Yeah. I need that for my Mortal Kombat characters. I want them to all to be just stupid fucking ridiculously jacked. Mm-hmm. And That's s- fair. Sub-Zero just did not. Scorpion was kind of more loose, flowy, samurai looking. Yeah. So, it, like, wasn't an issue. But Sub-Zero was, like, very revealing, and it did not reveal good things. 
Uh, Sub Zero was a little chunky. <laughs> he's just he's like twiggy. Yeah, not chunky. Um, yeah, I maybe I'm being too critical, but other than that, though, like I thought Kung Lao was great. Um, he was fine. until he died. I didn't like Raiden. Raiden, no, very like corny and spoken absolutes and. I know Raiden's kind of like the god character and everything, but it's a very hard character to make. Yeah, I didn't for live action. The villain Shang Tsung, he is what he is. I feel like it's exactly what he needed to be. Why didn't he just suck the soul out of everyone? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I just it's just such a funny saying. <laughs> like after seeing that screen grab, all I can think about is him just giving fucking sloppy toppy to the whole cast. <laughs> he he fucking. Let's his henchmen fight, and they, you know what I mean? They let him get away, but, like, he just grabs Kung Lao and fucking sucks his soul out, dude. Like, <laughs> he does. Instantly. Like, why didn't he just do that to everyone? Um, why did he even toy around? It's a movie. I would have just been like. Why didn't Thanos just use the reality stone and turn everyone into little puzzle blocks? I mean, he kind of did. <laughs> that final scene. Well, yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> Where he just fucked everyone up. I don't know. Um. I, I'm probably being a little critical, but I didn't like the the characters. They need a star. Ryan Reynolds is Johnny Cage. Cage. I feel like that would immensely help the movie. Just a cocky actor looking pretty boy type. Yeah. Who's just gonna just literally just play Deadpool. Like yeah. I just need one liners and you just beating the fuck out of people. He's so perfect for that. That is a perfect typecast type. So I was thinking, I was like, they need a star. Ryan Reynolds in the second movie is fucking Johnny Cage. Just be great. A douchey blonde guy. He's in shape for his Deadpool movies and stuff. Like, he's, yeah, and he's we've we talked about him before in March Movie Madness. Like, he's got a huge name, but he's not in that many, much huge stuff. Yeah, it's literally kind of like Deadpool, and that's kind of it. Yeah. So this could be another film franchise for him, just to you know, Chris Pratt has his two, and Jurassic World. Yeah, I mean, not everyone actually has two. Chris Pratt's kind of like a lone exception. Vin Harrison Diesel. Ford, Vin Diesel. What does Vin Diesel have? Fast and Furious, and um, he plays a tree. Yeah, that's right. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm probably being a little critical, but I just I thought they were I, decent adaptations that didn't look like cosplay. Yeah, I do think, in all honesty, the difference of our scores, because based on our score so far, there is going to be a difference. It might be a little bit of a movie theater bump, and we have to establish that because 100. I got a movie theater bump for Godzilla versus Kong. I gave it, I think, four points higher than you did. Three points higher, so we'll see how much higher you give it than me. But this is a big difference, so it might even be more than that. What would you give it for enjoyment, Jay? I gave it a solid 15. I gave it a 16. I gave Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong is 16. This felt one notch below Godzilla versus Th- Kong. That's the theater difference. Yeah. I had way more fun with this than Godzilla versus <laughs> that Kong. That is the theater difference. And I gave Godzilla versus Kong a 68, and we add mine up. I gave it a 64. I gave Mortal Kombat. I gave Godzilla a 65. I gave Mortal Kombat 69. So, yeah, pretty much. Exact. That's a theater bump, and that's yeah. why it's good. We had one and one. Yeah. Um, it was it was a fun movie. It was a fun. Yeah. My dad will fucking love it. Um, it's a it's a turn your brain off action flick. It's not something I'm going to watch anytime soon, but in the future when I kind of forget about some of the fun action scenes, I'll pop it on and maybe watch it, you know? And I'm excited for hopefully they do continue this franchise and they do get a star. And they do more things with this because there's a lot of potential here. And the fact that the first one wasn't terrible is promising. I agree. As like <laughs> kind of condescending as that sounds. You j- you had a very low bar to cross and you played enough of the hits to where I want to see more. Yeah, exactly. 
But don't not fuck too around. much though. Don't. They didn't play too much though, where they left it open. That's fair. But with that being said, Cole Young was the star of your first movie. He just needs to be a background character moving forward. Yeah. Make Ryan Reynolds Johnny Cage, the star. And then just do like Scorpion's the star of a movie, and then Sub Zero, the new Sub Zero's a star, and then like the fifth one have the giant Mortal Kombat tournament. Okay, it's a lot of movies. I mean, Sub Zero said he was signed on for five movies. <laughs> Give me all five of them. Ryan Reynolds is such a perfect casting tie. I'm proud of you for that. That was actually really it good. It just immediately came to me. I was like, this is a perfect fucking fit. What'd you give it as your final score? 64. Final score, 66 and a half. Ooh, just within the lines, I think. Wait, is it really 66 and a half? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Just when you put it in there. Uh, 66 and a half. The exact same score as Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. And a very different movie, A Dog's Purpose. <laughs> With that being said, A Dog's Purpose may have just as much death in it. <laughs> yeah. That's There's true. a lot of death in both of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's fucking funny. That <laughs> make, Both were just dumb blockbusters, Godzilla vs. Kong and uh, Mortal Kombat. And we both, one of us saw it in theaters, one of us didn't. And that that's just fitting. It just is exactly what they, uh, these movies, we predicted to be very similar on just dumb blockbuster <laughs> entertainment. And they were both dumb blockbuster entertainment. And we had a blast. And we don't plan this shit beforehand. Not at all. That's fucking funny. That actually, that that makes me happy. They are actually tied for 43rd with The Dog's Purpose out of uh, 70 movies now, Ty. We're getting up there. What are we going to do for That's the for 100, movies. Jay? It's like 30 weeks. We don't have to worry Law about that. citizen. Like, that'll probably be when we do our Oscar show. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, so 66.5 is within the lines. It is not above the line. That is 80 plus. Needs a lot more points. To get above that line. You would have to start doing some real good acting, real good visuals, and give me a much better story and character than Cole Young. <laughs> Fucking Cole Young. Just give me an hour and a half of Scorpion killing people, and it'll probably hit 80. They, like, obviously, executives don't listen to shit like this, but, like, they test these things. Mm -hmm. Like, how did they not test, like, again, maybe COVID disrupted this, but, like, I don't know. Was COVID around in, like, the early screening parts of this movie? I don't know. Um... Test audiences, like, how do you like that the main character of a Mortal Kombat movie, a franchise that already has established characters that you know and love, like hundreds of them, is a new guy named Cole Young, and his superpower, his ability, is to just get punched. That's a special shit. He's, you can punch me, and I'll punch you a little harder. Liu Kang should have been probably. Name. I feel like, also, they were like, let's hype up our main character. Having him go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Goro... Don't sit right with me. Yeah. Man got his ass beat in the fucking UFC octagon to start the movie. Yeah, and Goro's fucking... Goro's the fucking person who wins the nine tournaments beforehand for the 10th. Yeah. Goro's the champion. He's supposed to be able to kill everyone. And he That's just slices point. his ass up. That's and I just don't point. believe it. But then he can't even fucking beat Melina later without Sonya's help. They just, they just way underpowered Goro. And used yeah. Yeah, completely, that's a good point. they completely used Goro as a build up our main character villain, and that's not right. That's not who Goro is. They could have done Bar Baraka. Bring him in. Well, I don't. No, no, don't, because I don't want them to kill Baraka. I don't like Goro that much. They could have had a different stepping stone. Which, yeah, like the reason they went with the two lesser known, the guy with the hammer and the girl with the wings. Was 100% so they could die in this, but not kill off some other people. Yeah, cool fatalities without getting rid of big characters. But Goro, I mean, they, he, 
they could easily resi revive him. It's fucking Mortal Kombat. They could do whatever they want. But, like, he's just a lesser of himself now. And that's not cool. It's like Professor Hulk. Yeah. What they did with Goro is what MCU did with Professor Hulk. I just, it didn't sit right with me. And there's the female Goro, and they can do other shit for, like, four-armed baddies. Yeah. But the fact that Goro got his ass beat by someone who lost a UFC match to start the movie. Not, no, not UFC. Don't even just, say oh, UFC. Yeah, just MMA. Yeah. It's just underground MMA against $200. Nobody. Yeah. He didn't even make that much money. He's not even good at it. <laughs> his fucking daughter's his coach. <laughs> and he's just going to slice and dice. That uppercut. Just slice and dice the Mortal Kombat champion nine years in a row. It's it's an inspirational story, just like Jake Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit. It's bullshit is what it was. Um, I'm, it was a, it was a fun movie. Next week, um, I don't know exactly how we're gonna do this. Time I have to record. I might be remote. Well, I'm going to be remote. We'll see if we bring it to you. We will bring it to you, Ty. We're gonna figure this out. You're gonna have to call me. I don't know what day we're gonna do this, but you're gonna have to call me. I'm telling you now. Leave me a key. Here's here's what we're gonna do. Saturday. I'll check my schedule. Because I'll be driving home from the Brewers game. That Saturday gate, night? And I got an hour and a half car ride. Are you going to get the Tesla? No. They didn't have uh, – yeah, I checked and the Tesla was gone. That would have been so There was nice, only one Jay. for like $350, and that was just way too much. Plus fees. It would have been like 500 bucks for one day. Fuck that. You could have just auto-drove the Tesla while recording a podcast. Well, the game's at 610 Central, 410 here. So the game will probably end like 710 here. So oh, I don't my know. My brain hurts. I don't like fucking time zones. I don't know. Maybe we'll record 7.30 to 8 o'clock, and I'll be driving from Milwaukee to Chicago. I'll we'll record a podcast. Check on your apartment. Come in here. Are you going to bring your microphone? Fuck no. You're going to be speaking through. Probably I'll have my regular headphones on, just driving in the car. Fuck yeah. Talking about a movie. When will you have time to watch Without Remorse, starring uh, Michael B. Jordan on Amazon Prime, releasing May 3rd? No, no, no. That's episode day. Releasing April 30th, because that's what we're doing next week. Friday night when we go to sleep. This is going to be a before-bed movie? Yeah, it's going to have to be. <laughs> okay. That's that's my only option. What's wrong with Without Remorse being a before-bed movie? It just feels like this is going to be a fun action movie with Michael Jordan. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to be laying down on my pillow watching it. I might want to be sitting upright. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sorry, punch my mic again. Ty, the, before we go, last thing. Random. Well, time out here, Jay, because there is one more thing I want oh, to say. Go for it. Um, you have ignored my recommendation. Oh, uh, bullshit. I watched episode one. Did you? Yes. What'd you think? Um, Invincible season one. It was. I only watched episode one. It was good, but you hyping it up so much, like I expected something like that, and it kind of took away a little bit. That's fine. It continues to get better. The ending, though, is 100% just a rip-off Superman kills the Justice yeah. League. Yeah. And it was so fucking cool. And that's what, like, when he was getting a little upset that his son, like, had powers and shit. I was like, oh, he's going to be fucking bad because Tyler told me I love the ending, so he's probably going to – I thought he was going to kill his son. That would have been fucking brutal. So when he killed all the you know heroes um, – but the scene itself was fucking badass. Don't get me wrong. It's incredible. It's just so fucking – it's literally Mortal Kombat for an animated show. This is so graphic. So how is the rest of the series? Can I be honest, Ty? I wasn't in love with episode one. The ending was fantastic. Se well, the ending, it just kind of builds on. Series is good. Series really good. Is it good? I was going to say it's my favorite superhero show. Um, of the past month. Oh. I've liked it more than Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Wow. It's been a fucking blast. Is it over? Is, like, season one over? Finales this Friday. Damn. 
do they do they like is it it, it it does get good is there a cliffhanger for the last episode that you're excited about a little bit i should probably keep watching it i did watch episode one though it's fun it's just a fun show yeah um there's some there's some whatever episodes in there but there's just a lot of twists and turns and it's just a fun watch and we've been talking about falcon the winter soldier and i've just been having a blast watching invincible well, I did watch episode one, Ty, so... Thank you. I appreciate that. I did not ignore your recommendation. Now, I highly re- recommend it to anyone who uh, anyone who both enjoys... If this episode was made for you, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, with superheroes and Mortal Kombat with gore, highly recommend it. Is there more gore? Oh, plenty. Okay. Yeah, Because it was like an adult animation, but besides like a few cuss words, it didn't seem very adulty that first episode. Yeah, no, it gets more adulty. They lean more into it. Um, there is some really fucking brutal scenes. One just just fucking brutal scene. Worse than that one. Wow. That that first the ending of the first episode I say was like the second most graphic scene of the season. That was pretty graphic. But there's another one that just is like holy shit. And it's a it's a it's a twist. I'm gonna tell you it's a twist and you still won't see it coming. Don't tell me that. I, I just don't tell me when, don't tell me No. That's how good it is. <sighs> Highly recommend that show to anyone else. Um out there listening. Amazon Prime, which is also coincidentally where Without Remorse will be releasing next week when we review it. Mortal Same Com- day. Mortal Kombat tie. So, random Rotten Tomato score that's related to this movie. The obvious thing would have been just to have you guess the uh, Rotten Tomato score of the previous Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat movie. Yeah. But I thought you might have cheated and looked at it like, hey, I'm I don't pre- do any research for this, Jay. I'm all off the cuff. I'm going to prepare for this. I'm going to get out ahead of it. So I wanted to go a little haywire, not haywire, but a little sideways, um, just to compare the first Mortal Kombat, 1995, 44%, 57% audience. I will say I have seen that one and Annihilation. Have you seen Annihilation? A long time ago. I don't remember I haven't it watched two. It's reason. considered just um, awful. People bash awful. the first Mortal Kombat, the 1995 one, because the second one was so bad. The first one? Worse than this one, but still fine. It wasn't it's, downright terrible. It's cheesy, and they didn't really have much to work with in terms of 1995. Yeah, visual effects and shit. Like it, it's a fun movie. I was just talking to someone about it, and they were talking about how both of them were terrible. I was like, eh, they weren't both terrible. The second one was terrible. First one's fun enough. That's very similar to this one, just made it a different time. Um, so that one got what did I say? Forty four percent. Let's see, what did Annihilation get? It's hits in the dumps. It's single digits. I want to say. Mortal Kombat Annihilation 1997 got a 2%. <laughs> 25 How terrible audience. of a movie do you have to make that's just a stupid fight movie that only gets 2%? I've seen it, and I don't even remember that much of it because I watched it, I think, at the Stanleys, like, spending the night. And I just, my brain just threw that away instantly. I went to sleep, my brain dumped it. I was, like, 10, to be fair. So I, I will 12. say what Mortal Kombat and the studios need to do is just release like a $50 all the games bundle for next gen consoles because I'll just power through every single story <laughs> mode for the next two weeks with updated graphics. I, I mean, they wouldn't even have to do that, but that'd be nice. Uh, remastered. OK, so the main character of Mortal Kombat, not Cole fucking Young, is who, Ty? Scorpion. So I, I went off of that. Which he might not be, but he is in my heart. The Scorpion King. Have you ever heard of that movie? Oh, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson's like first real big movie in Hollywood. 2002, still employed with the WWE. Um, it's like The Mummy, right? Was it like a Mummy spinoff? I don't think. I think it's very similar. I don't know if it's actually related to the okay. Mummy franchise, but it's very similar 
Um, terrible CGI if you go back he, and look. He's like a centaur, but a scorpion. It's like top half of his body is human, bottom half of his body is a scorpion. I can't body. confirm that because I'm seeing stills where he has legs. I think at one point in the movie he turns into the Scorpion King. I think he turns into a very poorly CGI'd scorpion. I think you were correct. I'm I'm like 90% sure, and I'm going to find this now. Don't I'm like at the Rotten Tomato score. He looks so bad. No, I, just, I went straight to photos. He looks so bad. Why? Just the CGI is atrocious. Oh, yeah, no, he for sure. He's got like a little fucking clipper right here. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a 2002 video. I will say, like. Oh, I see the still you're talking about. He does look like a video game. Which, like, really good graphics for a video game. Atrocious graphics for a movie. He looks like a fucking video game. You're right. When he becomes a Scorpion King, he looks like a fucking video game character. That's funny. <laughs> it just doesn't even look like him. You could tell that's, how like, not even you his use, face. Yeah, how couldn't you just use his face and then add the Scorpion part? How did you have to change all of it? That's fucking bad. Anyways, Ty, what do you think that movie got okay. on Rotten Tomatoes so here's back the in 2002? Issue. My mom was in love with Dwayne The Rock Johnson growing up. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I ever heard a bad word about any movie he was in. <laughs> um, so I don't know if this is a like, good or bad movie. Yep. I knew it would kind of throw you off. Cause... Now, with the CGI, I'm going to guess it was kind of a shit movie. Because I don't know if they continued the Mummy franchise after this. It's not the Mummy. I'm pretty sure it is the Mummy, Jay. Uh, it's starring Stephen Brand, Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P. I think that's... The Mummy Returns, Scorpion King. Oh. Are you sure? Where do you see The Mummy Returns? Stop looking at things. I'm literally just on the picture, and it's just called The Mummy Returns. The re- I'm like, I'll check it afterwards. Um, I'm going to play... I'll tell it. you, it did $90 million at the box office. I'm going to play it safe. We're going to go, like, 34%. 41. Oh, that's pretty fucking close. That is close for a movie you've never heard, seen. Pretty fucking close. 41%, 38 audience. So. 30, I said 34? Yeah. That's really fucking close. So you're, you're in the ballpark. It's the mummy. It's the mummy. I, I, I can't tell you. Are the mummy. The events of Scorpion Place King take place 5,000 years before the events of the mummy and the mummy returns. All the same franchise. I stand corrected. Fucking told you, Jay. It is a spinoff of the Mummy franchise. I stand corrected. I fucking told you. That's all I got for you, Ty. Um, again, without remorse. Um, no show to talk about. Yep. Unless Jay binges the entire season of Invincible. Nope. Not happening. That'd be fun. Not happening. That'd be fun to talk about, Jay. (laughs) Just throwing it out there. We don't have a show to talk about. Um, we will do that movie. Maybe we'll think of something else to do, though. Yeah. Just a little extra at the beginning. Maybe here's I'll, – I'll, uh, I'll give a vacation update at the beginning. There we go. That'll be the first we'll 15 minutes. We'll just hear what minutes. the Mideast is like. Midwest. <laughs> I don't know the Mideast is like Iraq. <laughs> That's Middle East. Midwest, I feel, is like Arizona. No, Midwest is like St. Louis. Chicago, Chicago. is like it doesn't East make sense. Coast. That's it doesn't East Coast. That's East of Texas. It, Tyler, it doesn't make sense, but that's what the Midwest is. Who came up with these rules? I don't know. Midwest U.S. I'm telling you. Oh my God! It, it's the easternmost part of the Midwest, despite the fact <laughs> that it's above Florida. It's not even the, no. The most eastern part is um, Ohio. Ohio, yeah. 
That's above Florida, and we're going to call that the Midwest? <laughs> How is that? There's Northwest, which is like Seattle and shit, like the Pacific Northwest. Southwest, which is like us, I guess. But like, how is eighty-one percent of respondents considered Illinois as part of the Midwest? Only ten percent considered Wyoming part of the Midwest. I don't care what people say; that is the Mid East to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, Ty. Wow. Yep, you, you have the West Coast, you have the South, which is like Georgia, Louisiana, all that. You have the Midwest, which is just like the entire middle of the country. You have. Like I said, the East Coast. So just the Great Plains. There you go, the Great Plains. I think that goes into Canada too. <laughs> That's all I got for you. Um, where are you flying into? Chicago. And you're going to Milwaukee? Yes, driving to Milwaukee. One, just one day to catch the game, and then coming back to Chicago that night. Yeah, I look forward to hearing your uh, your recap. And then uh, fall, flying to uh, Minnesota to go to the Mall of America. Oh, for like two days. Yeah, and a twin. Have you checked the weather? Uh, cold and rainy. Nice. But not too rainy. I feel like that's part of the experience, though. Yeah. Like, no one expects to go to Minnesota and have good weather. Yeah. You're from California. You go I places just, with I shitty hope weather. I, I hope I could. I'm seeing the Dodgers play at Wrigley and Milwaukee, so that's fun. That's what I'm most excited about. You're just following them on the road trip. Yeah. Hop on the bus with them. And then when they come back, they're playing the Angels, so maybe I'll land and go see the Angels Dodgers game. Just all of it. Just kidding. Fuck that. Fuck the Angels. Yeah, a lot of money. <laughs> That's all I got for you. All right. Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by 
buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.